Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Therapy. This is an official announcement that I'm leaving the podcast to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. Wow, you honestly, like, should pursue both careers, so I'm not abandoned, but I think you could make a career of your stand-up. You did a great job. Thank you. Was it just great or was it excellent? Aren't those the same thing? No. What's the difference? Excellent is better. Okay, well then it was excellent. There was like this small Delulu part of me that thought maybe you would surprise me at my show. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And then when it became like pretty apparent that you weren't coming, I was like, well, obviously, Shireen, you fucking idiot. I'm sorry. It's okay. Your girl finally tried stand up and it was such a thrill did you feel like you were on a high oh yeah it lasted for like a day and a half or two days that's unreal that's how I feel like when I did a trial yeah I bet it's just like when I got up there I wasn't expecting I knew the light would be bright but I wasn't expecting it to be that bright and it was really throwing me off could you see the audience I could not see anything maybe that's the purpose so you don't get nervous Probably, but then, like, my eyes were like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, I don't know. It what was, did your parents think? Uh, So my mom, I told my mom not to attend my stand-up show. And when I got to the lobby, she was there with my brother. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing here? My entire set is about you and all the things that you don't want me to do. Like alcohol and swear. Oh, God. And then she's like, it's okay. You do it. It's fine. And then (laughs) she said she loved it. She said I killed it. That's so cute that she surprised you. Yeah, it was Calvin obviously loved it. All I could hear was his giggle the entire time. It was like a built-in laugh track to the video. I know. know. (laughs) We could hear his laugh uh, backstage, too. (laughs) How did all your other friends do? Um, they were good. So uh, someone uploaded it to YouTube. I'll the whole thing? You, yeah. Oh, I'll sick. send you if you want to watch it. But they did well. Um, I think I was the funniest. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> no, honestly, it was so fun. It was Are you so going to keep doing it? No, because <laughs> the idea of hustling for mic time is just not appealing to me. Like the last thing I want to do is perform at 11 p.m. on a Wednesday somewhere that Mm -hmm. I don't care for you really have to be so passionate about it to do it and I'm not like I listen well I listen to Giggly Squad's podcast with Hannah Burner and Mm -hmm. she's like fully doing stand-up comedy and her schedule is insane like playing at all these like small clubs in different cities every single night like she's going for it hardcore and it's just crazy you have to have so much passion for it yeah she's gonna be here May 12th in Toronto are you gonna go no. <laughs> okay. Back when I, you know how I had a trial that was supposed to start the day after my birthday. Yeah. I didn't make any plans, right? And it's my, it's my dirty thirty. So then when it settled, I was like, hmm, what should I do now? Maybe I'll just celebrate my birthday on my own and just like do my own little thing. So I was looking at what concerts or shows were happening, and I saw that, and I almost got myself a ticket, but I was like. No, the last thing we're going to do on my birthday is betray myself. 
Well, you know what you could do? You could cry in a closet. <clears throat> oh, I've heard that that is um, an option. It's a really fun time. It's how I like to spend most of my birthdays. Yeah. Always an option. You like to message me at midnight and say, I'm canceling my birthday, not checking my phone, going to cry in my closet. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Why are you doing this to me? You know, I love birthdays. (laughs) We are so opposite. I know. I was literally ready to fly down for your birthday. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm always like, please, nobody come visit me on my birthday. I'd rather be in my closet alone. And then it's so funny because you're sad because you think no one cares about you or your birthday. It's so fucked up. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, I'm literally ready to jump on a plane, Laura. I know, but then I'd feel pressured and feel like you felt obligated to come and I'd just spiral further. I know. I know. I also get it in a weird, (laughs) sick, twisted way. Yeah. That's my toxic trait. What would you, if you had to give a name, what would it be? Birthday depression? No. I don't know. But the weird thing is I love I love other people's birthdays. Like I love like getting presents for people and setting up like nice things for them and giving gifts. Like I love other people's birthdays or attending birthday parties. Like I love all that. It's just when mm-hmm. it comes to me, I hate it and don't want anything to do with it. Mhm. I love my birthday. <laughs> I know that. (laughs) It's the one day I just like soak it all up and just think about me and accept that everyone is thinking about me. And I'm like, you should be like walking down the street, looking at people like, you know, it's my birthday. (laughs) Like, Happy my birthday to you. (laughs) Uh, I love it. That's how you should be. Yeah. Well, you're not promised tomorrow. Truth. 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 Okay, well, not a lot has happened, I don't think, unless I've missed it in the past week or so. But there are a few things we need to chat about. Well, we can start with the Kardashians because not much is there. Yes. Um, So the Kardashians, I guess, have caught wind of how unpopular their show is now and how people don't want to watch their show because they find it boring. Like, it's one long commercial for their Mm -hmm. brands. Um, So now they're going to do a two-part documentary that's going to be out on Hulu, and I think in September. I don't know what the documentary is going to be about. Like, they have so many. Yeah, what what is it? Like, did they say anything about it? No. And What? Like, their show is a documentary. Yeah. Why would they do a separate one? I don't know. Hmm. I haven't heard that yet. Now you did. Now I know. Now you know. And their news, The Kardashians, premieres the end of the month. May 25th. May 25th. Did you see my TikTok that I sent you? Which one? <laughs> it said the hottest people in the world are born on the 14th, the yeah. 23rd, 23rd or the 5th. And the 5th. Did you see my response? No. I said ball don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> facts ball? are facts. facts this are ball fa- don't lie. <laughs> you know... I'm not explaining that. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Facts um, are facts. That I get. That I get. Okay. So did you see any of the Met Gala looks? All of them. Okay. Let's just talk about them all right now. Starting with the Kardashians. Oh, boy. Okay. So 
Kim, Kim was giving uh, like, what is it called? Shit, Fashion Nova Couture. What the hell is that? You know that cheap brand Fashion Nova, like another Shein. Oh, okay. Yeah, like if they had a couture line. Yeah, it was kind of giving like you go to your grandma's, uh, like her jewelry closet, and you put on all of her jewelries <laughs> at once, and then you wear like her undercoat slip, and then you come out and you're wearing all of that. <laughs> it's like you gonna you gonna finish that? Sentence? I lost my thought. Is <laughs> it like her tan was too tan? Yeah. Her hair was not it. I her hair her was makeup. like 90s. Like, yeah. It looked very much like I'm getting ready for high school and I'm pulling my slut strands out of my ponytail. Yeah. It was giving like Kim Kardashian in the early seasons of the Kardashians. And she usually has like such a crazy intense look, right? Like something mm-hmm. really off the wall. This was just like more run of the mill at the same time. It just looked tacky. I didn't like it. And um, it kind of looked like her paper magazine cover yeah yeah it did with the pearls apparently there was like fifty thousand pearls and it took a thousand hours to make oh really i didn't hear that part i watched a tiktok the other day of somebody extracting pearls from oysters did you see that that's been coming on my fyp too wow okay honestly i'm not gonna lie i've always like I'd say 60 to 70% of me has always believed that that was a myth. That like really? there's no way that like pearls are actually created by these shell things that don't do anything and sit in the bottom of the ocean. Like that's a myth. Like I thought it was something from cartoons. So when I saw this, I was like, wow. And there were so many of them. And it was like such mm-hmm. a satisfying video. Like I don't like pimple popping videos, but mm-hmm. I could watch pearl extraction videos all day. I think we had the exact same thought process. Like the pimple thing came to my mind. I was like, this is not giving me that same feeling. This is satisfying. Yeah. And I was like, wow, there's so many in this. So many. I couldn't believe it. And when they got like an especially big one, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Under the sea. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Okay. Kendall's look. She was wearing like a long sleeve tuxedo type bodysuit with like tights and then these giant ass boots which made her like three times kim's height i know she was i saw an interview with kylie where she said she was like six seven with the boots oh my god is that insane that's so tall i feel like i would i was waiting for her to trip on the stairs i know those boots like especially at the ankles they were so narrow no support yeah but then the boot part was so chunky it's like oh my god those boots were not made for walking no but I thought she looked sick, to be honest. I think that the dress that Kylie was wearing was probably one of her best. Okay. It was simple, though. See, when I first saw it, I, I thought this is giving wrestler with a robe on. Like the colors, like hmm. the red with the blue was like, you know, those shiny, silky robes that, that wrestlers wear. Now I'm thinking that, yeah. Yeah, and I just, I thought she looked amazing in it, but I just didn't love it for the Met Gala. It just felt too safe. It was too safe, but honestly, she needed to balance out whatever the fuck she did last year. Yeah, that was a strange look. Yeah. And then there was no Chris. 
Yeah, there was no Chris, no Courtney, no Chloe. No Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, you're right. Um, I wonder why Chris didn't go this year. Maybe she was the only one that was actually uninvited. There was a blind about her trying to pay people at the Met Gala to do stuff for the family and no one was taking the bribe. What the hell? You know who was invited though? Ice Spice. Mm -hmm. And why? I don't know. Did you see Pete was there? I did. What did you think of his look? It was just Pete. I know. He looked like, people were saying he looked like a magician. I was like, I see it. He just looked like Pete. He looked like Goofy. And then in the pictures of him talking to Kim, he looked like so obsessed with her. He was like so happy to be in her presence again. And she Mm -hmm. looked like she didn't really care. Yeah, people are speculating that her and Usher are going to become a thing, but I just don't see that happening. Uh, No, I don't think so. No, same. I'm looking at her walk up the steps right now. It's just, it's too tacky. Yeah. What about the other looks? So, oh, actually, at the Mega, there were two pregnancy reveals. Carly Kloss and Serena Williams are both pregnant. Oh, Serena Williams is pregnant? Yeah, they both debuted their baby bumps. Oh, cute. And then the other looks that I think were notable were Jared Leto. Yes. The cat. So the cat good. was like so lifelike, like its face. It really was. It was freaky deaky. Like it looked so real. Mm-hmm. And then Doja Cat as well. They no. both went as Carl Lagerfeld's cat. What was his name? Doucette or Gucurette? Or what the hell was his cat's name? No idea. Carl Lagerfeld is a bigot. <laughs> okay. So we don't. But what about I his don't cat? Pay attention to him. Was his cat a bigot? <laughs> don't be unfair to the cat. I don't want to put that on the cat. <laughs> Chupette. <laughs> okay. I really but like. Did... Go ahead. I was gonna say, did you see Doja Cat's interview though? She did an interview. I can't remember who it was. Emma Chamberlain, I think. And she just meowed through the whole time. I heard she meowed, but I didn't see it. I just didn't really like that she actually went full face with the cat. Like, Mm -hmm. did we need to have the prosthetics that made her look like Cindy Lou Who? She kind of made cats look bad. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I really like Sydney Sweeney and Dua Lipa's look. I don't think I saw Dua Lipa. Sydney Sweeney. What was she wearing? Who is Sydney Sweeney, anyways? She's from um starts with an E. She's been in the news a lot lately. Yeah, because she stole someone's man's. Yeah, the guy from Top Gun. Well, she didn't steal him. I feel Um, like her look looks really boring. Euphoria. Oh. She's from Euphoria. I don't really like her. And she's from the White Lotus. Is she? Season one? I didn't watch season yeah, one. season one. Um, there was another one. Lil Nas X looked cray cray. I didn't like it. He was like his bum. I didn't, just... I didn't like Pedro Pascal's look either. Really? I kind of liked it because I felt like it was something different than you see on men. Like, I feel like with men, it's really hard for them to actually, like, stand out and differentiate themselves. That's and I true. really liked, like, the, sh- the tuxedo short look with the red. I thought he looked cool. Yeah. No. 
I was did you it. see did you see olivia wilde wearing the same dress as the other girl in blue and it was like that meme oh yeah the girl is oh my god that is so good or black and blue that is so good how can that happen like how know. can that happen isn't like wouldn't they have bought their dresses from the same designer wouldn't the designer be like oh, i thought you, you can't wear about that the illusion oh no but yeah also how does that happen i don't know yeah like it doesn't make any sense how like the designer played them like a fool for sure and the dress uh, is ugly too like why would you want to wear that yeah, it's not nice it looks tacky it's like i could get that at sirens yeah Trash. um who else I liked Yara Shahidi's look. Who's that? Oh, Suki Waterhouse. Yeah. I really she, liked I was, her makeup. Me too. I think it matched her dress in like such a cool way, but not in a too matchy-matchy way, you know? Yeah. Like she looked like she. Yeah. Maybe she did. Oh my God. We lost Laura. What the hell? <laughs> I just got a message from Laura saying What about Rihanna? Uh it's Rihanna. Rihanna? Yeah. Um I liked her glasses with the eyelashes. That's about it. <laughs> she showed up very fashionably late. Yeah, okay. Did you see ASAP Rocky like jump through the crowd to get to into the Met Gala and then change he was late and he like he jumped over the the fence or the grate what is it called really and he pushed the girl's face to like give him his leap oh my god nearly crushed her glasses and just like what an entitled prick what is he doing an idiot agreed I thought Carrie Washington looked so good I didn't see hers i did see um what was her name she was wearing a pink dress donatella versace <laughs> no viola davis oh okay. Ooh, carrie washington did look cool which account are you looking at i just googled her okay <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a mermaid yeah she looked great oh Anne hathaway also looked good yeah, a lot of people have been loving her dress, but I didn't I, – I, I don't know. I wasn't what? blown away. I usually am not a fan of Anne Hathaway and her looks, but this I yeah. was. She looks really good in it. It just kind of reminded me of like when you're trying to do up a cloth diaper. <laughs> it's all the Yeah, big... fair. Now that I look at it, you're not wrong. Like a, Like an organic cloth diaper. Yeah. With and safety I'm... pins. It's like giving me PTSD because my cousins used to use cloth diapers when I babysat them and it was the most oh. disgusting thing in the world. Gross. And it was like before saving the environment was cool. Yeah. Um, pass. You can catch me dead doing that. <laughs> That's it, okay. wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Those were the standouts for me. Okay. okay. Well, Scandal updates, please. Yeah, so there hasn't been a ton of updates other than today the preview for the finale was leaked. And I think it was leaked first by this account, um, It's Giving Neck or something like that. Um, 
and then Bravo actually like released on their channel because I feel like it was already out. So then they got ahead of it and released it themselves. But anyways, it was crazy. Did you watch it? Yes. So when is the finale? Is it this week or next May week? 17th. No, it's not for a while. Oh, okay. May 7th. I thought the reunion airs May 17th. No. So we've got this episode, like two more weeks of episodes, then we've got the finale and then reunion after that. Yeah. It looks sick. Oh my God. Like seeing Tom and Raquel interact is so trippy. Well, when Raquel's like, we only said that we would do this if it was worth it. And then smiles. I'm like, oh. So gross. And then Tom Sandoval. Okay. I think we'll get into this. We'll get into it in the TV recap, but I have a lot of thoughts about last week's episode too. Okay. What a a piece of shit Tom Sandoval is, which we already knew. But anyways. Mm-hmm. The one thing I don't know that that clip at the very end where Kristen Doughty is doing like mastermind hands. Yeah, what was she what was that at? all about? Where she's like, "Are you ready?" Yeah, like it's like the, she was gonna go like ambush Tom or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm freaking excited. Yeah, um, I'm just realizing that I put R H O B H down for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I don't remember what it was. Were you thinking Real Housewives of New York because they no. have a premiere date now? Did you watch the preview? There wasn't a preview. It was just a bunch of like oh, apples and words. Oh, okay. Isn't it's July 16th or June 6th? I thought it was in July. It's like July 17th or something. Okay. It's a while. That's probably what it is. It's <laughs> it's that and Real Housewives of Atlanta, right? Coming together. Yeah. But I don't watch that one. You watch that one, don't you? No, I used to. Mm. Um, in Southern Charm news, Chelsea Meissner is pretty. I creeped the shit out of her Instagram to try to see what her man looks like, and I could not find him. Oh my god, I can't stop <laughs> yawning. <laughs> yeah, so is she with a boyfriend, a boo, baby dad? She did. She did put in one of her comments something about like having like the best man ever by her side so i think she's probably been in a long-term relationship like remember on the show she was dating that guy who was like a surfer a competitive surfer or something and traveled a lot yeah yeah so i wonder if she's still dating him and if so then they've been obviously dating for a very long time yeah but i couldn't find any any ounce of him on her instagram whatsoever Austin it's kind of like Travis instagram the air right now Okay, so so it looks like she posted in July 2018 a picture with a, what appears to be her man, but no other pictures with him. So I wonder if she's still with him. Anyways. Maybe she's just super private. Yeah, probably. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, in Bachelor news, Becca and Thomas are expecting a baby. Yes, they're also expecting in September. That's exciting for them. I did not see that coming. I just don't see their whole relationship coming still. Like, I know they've been together for so long, but to me, they do not look like they should match at all. I'm literally waiting for someone to say, April Fools, or like, you got punked. Yeah, like, they just don't seem like a fit, but they're obviously together and very happy. It just seems awkward to me. I agree. But anyways, mazel tov Fall to them. don't lie. Facts Fall are facts. Lie. Facts are facts. They just don't go. <laughs> um, but all the best. Yes. 
In other news, we forgot to cover this on the other episode, and even though it's three weeks old, I still think we should touch on this. Millie Bobby Brown is engaged to her two-year-long boyfriend, and let me remind you, she's 19. It's just, it's bound for divorce. It does, it's too fast. I don't care. Like, you should not get married when you're young 20s. Like, whatever societies are still pushing that narrative idea need to be canceled. It's giving we're part of Hillsong Church and just want to fuck. So we're going <laughs> to get she, married now. Are they actually? No, I don't know. I'm just oh, making that up. That would make more sense. Yeah. It's just, well, they're so young. She just looked look like a child like a second ago. She was just 11. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't either. It's crazy. But yeah, Mazel Tov. Make sure you get a prenup, girl. Yeah, good call. And Sophia Richie Grange is married. I have become obsessed. Yeah, she's a girl. I don't think I punching the air. I don't think I ever saw her, for some reason, ever talk. Like until I she never, started making TikToks. Yeah, until this yeah. whole wedding thing happened. And then all of a sudden I realized how like composed she was and articulate mm-hmm. and like chill. And her video with like Nicole Richie mm-hmm. was so sweet. I was like, oh my God, this girl seems amazing. Yeah. Um, she, I don't know why she doesn't get invited to the Met Gala or even Nicole Richie. Like they're so big in fashion mm-hmm. and they're old money. Yeah, true. It's and her, her wedding, oh my god, I loved every single one of her looks. <clears throat> yeah. She she had a very classy wedding. And could you imagine if you just put your hair back in a claw clip and you looked that amazing? It could never be me. It could never be me. <laughs> never. <laughs> and like all of her, so she's uploading Sony videos too for, of their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And like literally she just throws her wet hair up in a claw clip, goes out, looks like a fucking fire model. No makeup, no nothing. Just unreal. I know. Her complexion is unreal. Yeah. There was um, a picture or a video of her checking out her wedding dress ahead of her wedding. And she was wearing like this collared long sleeve shirt and pants and then these Chanel heels with bows on them. And I was like... Imagine you could wear an outfit like that and just look like her. Uh, I do wonder, like, it would be cool to get, like, a stylist to put you in all these looks just to see what you'd look like. Because literally, I will never put anything like that on my body unless it was, like, intentional just for a photo to see what I'd look like. But I feel like I would look crazy. Oh, how did um that fitting go for Lonnie? Good. She loved it. She's got a lot of cool clothes. Well, maybe we should try. I know. My wardrobe is... I need to go shopping this weekend for Vegas. Yeah. Because I have nothing to wear. And it's going to be fucking hot. So hot. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a sore spot. (laughs) It's not my fault. Mm. You were in trial. I'm in trials and tribulations every day of my life, Laura. (laughs) Well, that's true. You were supposed to be in an actual trial. I know. But anyway, um, Sophia, congratulations. 
everyone's obsessed with you and i think it's because like she uploads and gives content in real time like we're not waiting so long for it and she's Mm -hmm. just talking to us yeah yeah and she's she's very down to earth yeah so scott disick and chris jenner are probably just like i can't believe she ever dated scott disick now that i see what she's actually like it made me realize how quiet scott has been yeah he's been really mia like who's he been dating who knows but he's not even like i guess the only time we really see him is when he's on the show and i guess he's coming back this season oh well that's good he is kind of like the only thing that makes the show interesting sometimes yeah agreed agreed uh in other marriage news alex cooper got engaged to matt kaplan and she's the host of call her daddy yeah so i listened to her podcast talking all about her their relationship and the engagement and it was like it was really sweet. Why? It just seems like they're like she was talking about how she didn't really like believe in marriage and didn't know if she wanted to get married. And then like eventually with Matt, that kind of changed because like she first of all, he wanted to get married and she's like, I'm not just doing it for him, but I wanted to make him happy. But also I wanted to do it for me because I'm like, man, he makes my life better. Like going through life with him by my side is going to make things even more fun and the way he like planned their proposal was like so cute she said that like she walked into her house and he had like a video that said play me and then it was like a story telling them all about like their love story and he was saying all these sweet things and then he made like a scavenger hunt throughout her house with all these little love notes eventually leading to like the backyard where he proposed and then He's like, let's go for dinner. And then he planned like this big surprise party at this. I think there was like the four. I don't want to say it was the four seasons, but it was like a nice hotel in L.A. where all her friends and family were. And and like a bunch of famous people apparently hang out because they were telling this story about her friend Lauren making a toast for her. And then like randomly Samuel L. Jackson was there and just like stood listening to her speech because he needed to cross to get to the bathroom, but didn't want to be rude. So he just stood in the crowd listening to her speech. Hilarious. Anyways, it was really sweet. It sounded like they're really in love. Mazel tov. She's having Gwyneth Paltrow on her podcast next Oof. week. Oh God. It's gonna be you think she's going to talk about that trial, right? I don't know. When I saw the clip, it was all talking about her like ex-lovers like Ben Affleck, um, Brad Pitt, Chris she Martin. She was with Ben Affleck? Yeah. I think they – I don't know if they – they dated for sure. Damn. Yeah. She's got a, she's got a history. Well, um, I look forward to hearing your breakdown of that. Yeah, I listen to her podcast when I've got like nothing else to listen to and if she's got a good guest. Yeah, I just can't stand listening to her. <laughs> so I look forward to your breakdown. I will provide it. Okay, okay. should we start uh, Pitcher Ditch a Bitch? Or Seven Year Itch. Or Seven Year Itch. I am going to pitch. Okay, I'm going to pitch I Think You Should Leave. Have you heard of this show? Yes. That's you the one have. on Netflix. Yeah. I've watched like three or four episodes of it. Really? What did you think? I thought it was good if you're in the mood for it. So that that show is like peak my humor. Yeah. Like, it's like Nathan awkward, for you vibes. Awkward cringe comedy. Like you one 
you have one small thing happen and you keep building on it till it gets so extreme and uncomfortable. And it's just awkward, abstract, cringe comedy. So Tim Robinson used to be on SNL and now he directs and writes for this show, I Think You Should Leave. And they're all the rejected skits that he put forward to SNL, which I just think is so badass (laughs) because they're so funny. And the, the objective is to make you so uncomfortable in each skit that someone has to leave the, the skit. That's why it's called I Think You Should Leave. And each episode is like 15 minutes. And season three is coming out May 30th. I'm so excited. Wow. So have you watched all three seasons? Or all two seasons, I guess? Yeah. I mean, there's only like six episodes in each season and they're 15 minutes each. Yeah. I feel like it has to be a show where you're like really dialed in wanting to laugh because yeah. you have to be like paying attention. It's so funny. You sure about that? You sure about that? I feel like you'd like jury duty. Have you watched jury duty? Are you looking at the note or no? Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> where are you watching jury duty? I didn't watch it. I just keep seeing clips on TikTok. Yeah, it's not available in Canada. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But you did watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> I So here's what happened. I saw clips on TikTok and I was like, I'm for sure watching that show this weekend whenever I put it in. Uh, because all the hashtags said Amazon Prime Canada. Yeah. And I, I just knew I would have to talk about it. And then the, you can't watch it in Canada. Yeah. That's annoying. I was wondering that too. because I And then some people I feel like have been watching just like people upload episodes to tiktok like long clips mm. or something yeah that's like, what i've been I'm doing not about to do that oh i was I've on jury <laughs> i was like on jury duty tiktok for a while and then i had to like start saying i don't want to see this because it was just getting too much oh you do that yeah that's smart you know i need to start doing that because all i'm getting are these fucking tarot readers <laughs> what is attacked Yeah, attacked and these tarot readers feeding my delusions. I'll be honest. When you send me the tarot ones that are like over a minute long, I don't watch them. No, but you had to see the one that I recently sent you because it's actually creepy. I'm going to resend it. It's not about my love life. It's about the fact that I performed stand-up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, these it's either a tarot reading or right after it's how to be in your dark feminine energy and I'm like oh please fuck off that's just like another another fancy name of the patriarchy <laughs> so miss You're me the, with that but I, I need to start doing I don't want to see this mm-hmm. I just don't like it it's like I think the TikTok algorithm needs to just be a bit less sensitive. Like if I watch one thing and I like it, okay, I liked it. Like you can put it in my feed every 30 videos. I don't need to immediately see 20 videos on the same topic when I like one post. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. It's annoying. Are you going to do yours? Yeah. Okay. So um, I started watching it and I'm almost finished watching Traders. Crazy. How are you watching it? It's on Crave. Oh, what? Yeah. No way. Yeah, way. Oh, I need to start watching that. Because it was when I was in Toronto, I I saw it like when I was searching on Crave. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I downloaded it. And then when I got on the plane, all my Real Housewives shows that I downloaded wouldn't work. So then I was like, oh, 
wait, I've got traders. So then I started traders and um, I'm almost done it now. I think I've probably got like two, maybe three episodes left. Crave never lets me download episodes. What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe I pay a premium. Mm. Anyways, uh, I'd say it's a pitch, but it's not as pitchy as I thought it was going to be. Like, I really thought I was going to be obsessed with it, like, needing to watch, like, so into it. But it's a little bit more slow moving than I expected. And it's also, I just feel like the whole concept of the show is that it's all these, like, realities. There's, like, 10 reality stars plus 10 regular civilians. They all go to a mansion. When they get there, three of them are secretly named traitors. And those, it's like the game Werewolf. Did you ever play the game Werewolf as a kid? No, I did not. Okay. I played what time is it, Mr. Wolf? <laughs> no, okay. So it's exactly the same as Werewolf, but just in on TV. So the premise is that every uh, day they each go to their round table and everyone discusses and tries to figure out who the traitors are. And then they get to banish one person every night. And so everyone talks, like pointing the finger of who's a traitor and who's not. And then when they banish somebody, the banished person reveals if they're a traitor or if they're a faithful. And the goal of the faithfuls is to eliminate all the traitors. The goal of the traitors is to not to get caught by them and eliminated. And at the end, if there's like traitors left, they get all the money. If the faithfuls eliminate them all, they get all the money. And then each week they have challenges to try to like earn money for the pot. And then also every night when everyone goes to sleep, the traitors choose one person to murder. And so slowly everyone gets eliminated and it's just fascinating. Like the, I love playing this game with groups of friends. It's like, it's kind of like, remember that game we played resilience where you went on missions and you could fail. I love that game. So it's similar to that. I remember. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's, I, I really like the concept of it. So I thought I'd be more intrigued, but like it's so nuanced with what these people are traders are trying to do to, to hide their tracks that you don't really see it because it's just so nuanced. Like their conversations here and there of trying to like not be found out. So it's just, it, it's a pitch or a seven year itch. Well, I haven't finished it yet. So, but I think it's a pitch. Like I would recommend watching it. Cause I do like Kate Chastain from below deck. She's so she's just wild on the show everybody and hates her about, oh, okay she's just like reality gold like everybody hates her she's acting like a lunatic she doesn't give a fuck about anybody she doesn't even want to be there but like no one will eliminate her she's almost wants to self-evict so she's just like sabotaging missions because she doesn't care anymore and it's just amazing tv why doesn't she just self-evict i don't know i guess if she sticks around she can get the money but and no one thinks she's like I guess they all do think she's a traitor, but for some reason they're not eliminating her. But anyways, it's worth it. You should you should have a watch. Okay. Um, before I forget, there is a piece of Matt Gala Kardashian news. Um, Kylie Jenner was not allowed in to P. Diddy and Doja Cat's after party. Why? We don't know why, but she just wasn't allowed in. Oh, that's rude. Mm. Yeah. Sure. I would feel so excluded. But look at her look for the after party. It's literally on theme compared to what she wore. Yeah. That like actually looks Karl Lagerfeld. Yeah. Should have been the other way around. I know. Okay. TV recaps. 
Yes. Okay. So let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. I don't want to go back and talk about like all the entirety of the last couple episodes, but what I do want to talk about is so they get back from Mexico and obviously Tom and Tom are starting to plant the seeds that Ariana is a horrific person. And the one thing that drove me fucking nuts was in this most recent episodes, Tom and Tom have that conversation outside of the food truck. And at this point in time, Tom Sandoval has told Tom Schwartz that he slept with Raquel. And Tom Sandoval starts saying that like he's having difficulties connecting with Ariana and he doesn't feel like she listens to him and supports him. And and he, and then he's asking him, Tom Schwartz about Raquel. And Tom Schwartz has the audacity to say, oh, I just get this feeling that she's got a crush on somebody else knowing that Raquel's fucking Tom Sandoval. And then he's also feeding into Tom Sandoval's bullshit about Ariana being like, ooh, that's a slippery, slippery slope. Does she reciprocate the nice things you're doing? I'm like, you guys are fucking monsters. Just the sheer audacity of everyone it's involved. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> and Tom Sandoval and all of his, like, you can just see his little mechanical brain working. Like, this is how I have to do it. I have to, I have to lay the breadcrumb tra- trail so everyone will understand when I break up with her that, like, we were having issues and it wasn't me cheating on her. Like, she's the problem. It's psychotic. Every time I see him talk, like, especially in this last episode, she, uh, she, Tom Sandoval was talking to James at the beach and I just always stare at his mouth with so much disdain because I'm like your little pube stash and you like talking through your teeth but not really opening your mouth and sounding like you're whining. How was Ariana attracted to you for so long? I know. I totally agree. He just He's disgusting. looks gross. Yeah. So in this episode, this is when um, Ali tells James that she saw Raquel and Tom dancing at the Abbey and then James tells her to tell Sheena so she goes to tell Sheena but Sheena instead of like taking in this information turns it on like oh uh Katie and Lala are just talking shit about Ariana's relationship that is so horrific I'm gonna tell Tom and Ariana right away and she runs to him not to confront him about the fact that he was at the Abbey at one in the morning dancing but on to Raquel give him a heads up yeah that Katie's like betraying him in their relationship are you kidding me, Sheena? I can't stand Sheena. You already I can't know how either. I feel about Sheena. And then they ask Sandoval during the interviews, like, so, like, is anything going on with you and Raquel? And the way that man's is a horrific liar. Mm-hmm. Like, he's grinning from ear to ear and he's like, no, like, of course not. Um, we're like brother, sister. That would never happen. <laughs> Anytime anyone says we're like brother, sister, you know it's happening or going to happen. 100%. Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber happened. 100%. <clears throat> Tom Raquel. That like beach scene was just absolute chaos. But what I kept on going back to was the Dawn socks. <laughs> Who had Dawn socks? The Dawn? Did you see the Dawn there? Oh, oh, Lala's boy. He was wearing socks that went up to his knees. Like he I must have been wearing him. combat boots. They were huge brown thick socks and i was like what Ew. is happening why are you wearing socks in the beach Ew. but yeah, then they everyone go to the- was just in a fight on the beach yeah and i was kind of glad that james threw a drink on schwartz like me too like karma for what he did to katie yeah and like poo-pooing like james obviously very excited he's planning this whole event to celebrate his big cascade thing and then he has to throw in like oh is it bi- as big as rochella like shut up tom look yeah. at your failed marriage yeah honestly 
And then they go to the bar and it's like even more chaotic. Like everyone's fighting with everyone. Like Tom Short starts fighting with Lala. Tom Sandoval comes for Katie. The satchel situation. Like he's just sitting beside Katie, like <laughs> petting her arm, not saying a thing, just looking like deadpan. I was like, what is happening with this man? Are they together? I don't know. Ooh. But it's just I don't I don't understand. But Lala and Raquel seem to be on good terms in that yes. episode. Yeah, was this the episode where she said, like, now you know how easy it is to be a mistress? Or was that the one before? Yeah, well, it was both. It was like a yeah. continuation. And she was just like, you didn't do anything wrong. You weren't at fault. And then it's like, <laughs> but. Yeah, she's like, you are not a mistress. You're not sleeping with someone's man. Meanwhile, she's she fully is. sleeping with someone's man. Yeah. And then at the very end, the preview from next week was Ken dropping the bomb that Raquel stayed at Tom Sandoval's house when Ariane was away at her grandma's funeral. So staged. But like I watched the clip. There was like a preview of the next episode. And it's kind of hilarious the way they set it up because they're like Lala's narrating how like Ken got this information and tracing it back from like person to person to person to person. It's hilarious. (laughs) They must know that it looks staged, right? I don't think so. Like, he comes in. It is so crazy that Tom let Ariana stay at their house. Or, sorry, Raquel, when Ariana was away. (laughs) You were doing so well. I know. But at the end, it was like, I don't know, you became like a fairy godmother or something. That's kind of what he is. is not it. No. Yeah, and then he just ran away right after. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I said my line. Exit stage right. I'm just so excited for these next like five weeks of episodes if that's what we get like they're going everything is like coming into place like and it's so but it is so weird that in that interview on watch what happens live Swartz did say like it was an open secret and now watching all these episodes I was like it kind of fucking was like everyone had these like tidbits of information that they were like that's weird that's strange like even Katie saying to Tom like oh you sure enjoyed Raquel dancing with her at the Abbey like everyone at least Lala and Katie seem to have really picked up on it Sheena's obviously in clear denial Tom knows about it I don't know yeah I just love how active a role Allie is playing because I did not see that coming no neither did I but I love it I'm here for it Okay, well, that's it for Vanderpump Rules and then Summer House. Have you watched the last few episodes? Yeah, so I watched last night's episode, which is when Carl proposes to Lindsay. Yeah, so a few things I want to chat about that and also Sam and Corey. Oh, yeah. They're like very cute. Very cute. They seem like an extremely good match. Yeah, I love it for her. I also, Corey was saying in an interview that Sam, so this is kind of weird. So remember at the end of the episode, the second to last episode where they were like, we're going to Montauk. And then in this episode, Sam's like, yeah, he went below the neck. So Corey said in an interview that like they went to Montauk with Carl and Lindsay and they were all on the beach at night. And then Corey and Sam decided to go like 25 feet down the beach from Carl and Lindsay. And that's where they had sex for the first time. <laughs> okay. Like, 
And it didn't sound like it was like, well, from what Sam was saying in this episode, it didn't seem like it was like discreet sex. Okay. Isn't that weird? I'm just like, I would never with you and Teeps or anyone. That's just like the thought of that. Repulsive. Disgusting. Horrific. That would traumatize me. Truly. And you. Yeah. It's just no. It's a no. Wow. I don't know. But yeah, they want to say that. It is cool though seeing their relationship blossom. Like they do seem so cute. They seem like very equal in terms of like their dynamic. Like they both have a lot of power in their relationship and it just seems very healthy in a weird way. Yeah, I love it for them. It was so unexpected. And then Lexi arrives for the very first time on the show. Oh my god. First of all, like I didn't like I knew what she looked like, but not really. And then I mm-hmm. saw her and I was like what? <laughs> make it make sense? Yeah, like, like not not just... saying she's not beautiful. I'm just saying like Andrea could literally have whoever he wanted. I know, it just struck me as like odd that he was like so, so obsessed. obsessed and heartbroken. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. But then when she was like crying talking about how I guess when... maybe we should recap this for the listeners. Yeah, so they're talking with I think Lindsay and or no with yeah with Lindsay and Carl about their relationship and um, Lindsay asks Lexi so last summer when like Andrea was all sad and torn up like what was happening from your perspective and she's like yeah you know I blocked him on everything I didn't want to talk to him ever again every time I saw him out he'd come to me and was like begging for my forgiveness and professing his love and I just wanted nothing to do with it and then eventually I gave him a chance and now after everything I feel really bad about that because he was so sad and I hate that I made him sad and I just like I'm so happy now and so happy we found our way together again. And yeah, like and her and Andre were both crying. Yeah. What even happened there? Like what did Andrea do to her? I don't know. It's such a mystery. Like what and how long were they seeing each other before where it got so deep that Andrea was pouring his heart out to her every time he ran into her? I don't know. Cuz like the Lexi thing they were together and then he had the page fling last summer house and then <clears throat> and he was pretty into her. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't understand. Neither do I. But they do seem like truly, genuinely in love. And Andrea perks up when he thinks or talks about her. I know. It's so cute. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Do you love love, Laura? (laughs) Oh, God. No. Okay, let's talk about Carl and Lindsay's engagement because I wanted to fucking vomit. So Yeah, I can't. I don't like them. Carl is like they go to a concert he's so panicked that he ends up in hospital because he his blood pressure is so low then they go to Mont or Hamptons the next day to the house and Maya is talking to to, talking to Danielle and says I think that an engagement is going to happen soon and Danielle's like oh they can go live happy fucking happily fucking ever after she's all mad and then we see the pre we then we see the engagement. So Carl like leads her down to the beach. He's got these weird like half like janky painted signs of that don't even make sense. It said like seven years best friends. Yeah, it was not it. Yeah. And then he proposes to her with the most most lackluster speech. Okay. Like, 
I kind of think Carl is toxic. Let's hear it. Well, I think he just like is low-key controlling and it's his way or the highway. And it's like as soon as there's beef, we've seen so many examples. As soon as there's beef with someone, he just wants to make sure that he's okay with the person, even if it's about Lindsay. And if he's okay with it, then he doesn't see a problem with the thing. If Lindsay has a problem with something or is upset, he kind of tells her she's overreacting and controls how she gets to react to it. Um, He doesn't want to fight. He wants an easy relationship, but it's, again, his way or the highway. And then, like, they clearly have all these problems and don't actually get to the bottom of shit, but then proposes to her. Yeah. Like, that was whack how they were, like, fighting so hard the night before, then apparently didn't talk about it at all, and then he proposed. Yeah, and Lindsay's probably like, oh, my God, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm with him forever, so whatever yeah that doesn't seem healthy no but i i do get what you're saying with the whole she was mad at him for the whole danielle conversation but i thought what he was trying to say but he couldn't say because she kept on kind of like interrupting him was that like i can't solve your problems for you like i can't have a conversation with Lindsay to repair your friendship like that's something you're gonna have to do yeah yeah I think yeah, she was just, like, like <coughs> drunk and angry and they weren't going to have a productive conversation in that moment. But, I mean, remember when Kyle kind of lashed out about Lindsay and it took Carl so long to go talk to Kyle about that? And behind the scenes, Carl was all like, don't talk to my girlfriend like that, blah, blah, blah. But then when he actually spoke to Kyle, he was like, let's just leave the problem with the ladies to the ladies. Yeah, yeah. I would be pissed if my and boyfriend didn't defend yeah, me in those moments. Yeah, and just kind of put it on Lindsay. Yeah, no, I agree. Lindsay does have very much a trigger like it's always my fault like she's so Mm -hmm. triggered the moment something seems that way like it's obviously like a deep wound for her I think from several years of being on this show where she's been the villain yeah I agree she's emotionally damaged (laughs) anyways don't ever try that again (laughs) Carl proposes with what I thought was a very lackluster proposal but then Lindsay responds with the most I almost fucking vomited in my mouth she says a thousand times yes you just know she's been practicing that in the mirror every day 100 percent. and then she couldn't (laughs) decide between that one and a million times yes so she follows a thousand times yes up with kissing him and then saying a million times yes and and when he's like wait you need to see the ring she's like i don't care but i was like girl you know you care 100 percent. you know you care Lindsay hubbard dale hubbard Yeah, it didn't blow me away. But then we see in the preview of next week that like seemingly the same night, it looks, maybe it wasn't the same night, but Danielle reveals how she's extremely angry that she wasn't privy to the proposal. And you see Robert and Carl talking about it. And I can't tell if it's the same night. It's probably not the same night. Maybe it's the next one. Mm -hmm. But what are your thoughts on that in advance? Because I don't know. I get that she's in her feelings and upset about it, but I just think you don't ruin someone's engagement by raising it in that weekend. I mean, I'm sure she didn't want to raise it in that weekend. Sometimes you just, you boil up with these feelings and you're triggered. Yeah. And it but comes I just out. Think, I know, but then you, you're supposed to like go to therapy so you're not reactive, you know, and you can just like take in your emotions and process them and then come at them in a productive way. 
I mean, that's in a perfect world. And ideally, yes. But, and I agree with you, like her emotion should have been for another weekend, but I can have compassion for her blowing up when she did. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, I know it happens. I just like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't really understand why she's that angry that Carl didn't like loop her in. Like given the state of their friendship. Yeah, I think I think she just felt like slowly pushed out and was trying to be their cheerleader. And then they kind of just excluded her. Yeah, like maybe this is just the icing on the cake of feeling excluded. Yeah. Yeah. And like she, maybe probably if they're in did, a ha- she probably did want to be part of them in their relationship, but wasn't. And then they go and do this and the fear in her mind got validated. Yeah. I think if they were in a happier place in their friendship, she probably wouldn't have been as bothered about this. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's it I it's it is strange like you can see the relationship is totally disintegrating, but it's like so hard to watch them fight because most times I can see both sides, but their communication they're just like missing each other every single time. Yeah. I also Danielle thinks that she can cover everything up with I fucking love you and would do anything for you. Like I would die for you. But like okay, that doesn't take away from what Lindsay's feeling and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not here to take Lindsay's side, but you're right. Their communication is not effective. Yeah. Cause I can see, I can see how like Lindsay's taking her questioning her relationship as like an attack on her, like because of the way it's being brought up. Like if you said to me, if you just kept telling other people that like you thought there was something wrong with my relationship and didn't tell me, I would take that as an attack too. Even if you had good intentions, because I'd be mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you just come tell me? Like, if you actually cared about me as your friend, why wouldn't you come tell me? But what, what if, your like, I were? had tried to tell you, and it was clear that I wouldn't be able to share that with you? Because I think that's well, how Danielle felt. Yeah, fair. Yeah, because she's not very receptive to it at all. And also, like, Lindsay can't really see Danielle's perspective in it. Like, she can't see that Danielle can have separate feelings about feeling awkward about this new friendship that she's now like on the outskirts of or this new relationship went from the three amigos to like two plus one yeah and she can't see her feelings in that being hurt separate and aside from like the weirdness comment yeah i agree because i'm sure like when they were all friends at the end of the day it would be like danielle and Lindsay forever and having each other's backs but now at the end of the day it's danielle and carl or, yeah. or Lindsay and carl and she has to adjust to that but no one like acknowledged or considered that and just assumed or expected her to adjust right away yeah and they were like that with everybody like even kyle like kyle had felt it was weird too yeah i don't know it's sad but i do think that they're just not on the same wavelength right now and Mm -hmm. they need a break and Lindsay danielle just seems like genuinely happy when she's not around Lindsay. like Mm -hmm. i don't know seems like that friendship wasn't benefiting her at all anymore yeah i agree okay, okay. Well, well that wraps a up great last show for me <laughs> oh no <laughs> catch you guys at okay, my next so set. i'll be in the market for new co-hosts um you can send your applications to pop therapy 1430 we'll, we'll be changing that shortly i will um, reject all of them <laughs> but yeah okay See you next week. Maybe. Bye. With you, maybe not.